Boys, we did it. We did it. We bloody we did, did it. it. We've done it. We've done the, it. The 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 monocentennial pod. Yep. Oh, We're going to yeah. send this out. We're going to stop recording right now and it counts as 100, baby. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We, <laughs> we made done it. it. We, this is it's the done. bare minimum. Wrap it up. Put right it here. Can. Yep. <laughs> anything, anything from now is just icing on the cake, really. Absolutely. It's, it's true. We've got. I think we've got three episodes and then I'll make one big cherry for us. That's right. That's right. But I wanted um, to. Nice. I wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions before we get really into this. This episode one hundred, sure. big centennial of the Pool Boys. I wanted yeah, to ask cent- you guys the centenanza, the cent the centenanza. The centurions, oh, yeah. the three of us, the three of us, the three centurions. I wanted to mm. ask us centurions. I wanted to figure out what the balance of our life's activity has been over the last two and a bit years because we've done 100 podcasts uh, yeah. podcast episodes in the last yes. two years and i wanted yep. to figure out what other things have we potentially done 100 times in the last oh, two years interesting is that an interesting idea so so i'd like feel free to come up with with a couple exactly, of like exactly 100 times no, no, like over a hundred. Let's say, let's say. So, okay. I've got, I've got a few written here. Feel, feel free to throw your own in. Yeah, but no, I'm, okay. I'm, these, okay. these are just the ones that came to me when I was. So why, don't you, why don't you start us off, mate? Yeah. So, do you guys reckon you've eaten a hundred sausages in the last two and a half years? Not even close. No, no way. Definitely not. No. I don't think I have. I don't think I have. I think no. it'd be above fifty. Fifty's no. a lot of sausages, Stu. It's a lot of fifty. Is, is, don't I don't eat a sausage, sausage every week. I don't eat no. a sausage every week. But when I have a sausage... And you're, you're assuming that you eat one. the entire sausage, right? Yeah, oh, you can't half eat a wild. sausage. Maybe I am near... I'm probably near yeah, 50. Well, the, reason I'm, yeah. the reason I'm asking is because it's not like eating a piece of salami. That's a sausage. Oh, but I see what you mean. You're, that's not eating a sausage, is it? No, no. Because if, if, be if that was the case, then I'm, I'm well above 100. Yeah. yeah. yeah, well, yeah. David is Cabanossi. He is- <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that's true. why he loves the Cabanossi. It's so long. That still counts They're as one long sausage. sausage. It's, so, so it's only one. I've got to keep him down. <laughs> but I think, I think that I would definitely be over 50 because I, I really enjoy chorizo. And I, yeah. I put mm, chorizo yeah. in salads. I put chorizo on anything that can have chorizo on it. So I think that's why I'm over 50. All right. Well, that's interesting. So not a hundred sausages. Yeah. Do you reckon you've sneezed a hundred times in two oh, years? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred times. Got, yeah, 100. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten allergic to something in the last two and a half. Oh, uh, you know what? Maybe not. Like I don't. I reckon I probably sneeze once every two weeks. Maybe mm. I have to have like an antihistamine a day now. I'm, I'm allergic to something here. Oh, really? I know it. Yeah. Is that why? Is that because you live with a cat, Chris? Uh, I, I've been told by my beautiful girlfriend Bella that no, that is not the case. I am not. It can't be the case. Yeah, he yells really loudly, so I think she must be right. She must be onto something. No, it's actually the cat's actually allergic to you, Chris. that would explain what explain why they hate me so much. Um, do you reckon you've done hundred push-ups? Definitely not. Yeah, I have actually, yeah, no, I have. Yeah, I did like a yeah. Cross-tish. That was like that was like oh, I put a I sort of did them all. Uh, I did them all at the start though. Like uh, it was, there was like there was like a fun like lockdown activity, you know. Yeah, there yeah. was a time. There was a time um, for a few weeks there. I was doing what's called the one hundred push ups course. Oh, one hundred push ups. A diploma in hundred push ups. Basically, just yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Um, because it's, course, it's, it's basically so that yeah. you can do it. You train yourself up to do it. And I, I was. I reckon I have. I reckon I have done. 
I definitely okay. got up to beyond 30, so, yeah. Yeah, right. And I did that a number of days in a row, so I have yeah. to. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I might be there, because all you... Like, I usually do a set of 10, but but when I say usually, it's not usual at all. Like, mm. I don't often do that set of 10, but I might have done that mm. 10 times, but yeah. I, I couldn't tell yeah. you. Probably not. Should you Probably get up not. every day? That counts, you know? That's a push. That that's counts. You're pushing yourself up and off you the... push back. yourself up and you get out of bed. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, uh, slightly more obscure one. Have you... Have you looked up at the stars and wondered what what it's all about a hundred times? No, no, God, no. no. Yeah, definitely. No, I never do that. No, yeah, I don't know definitely. if it's a hundred. I, I think about that almost every night. Yeah, I think I think yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm probably in the nineties. No. I reckon. Oh, no, okay. Chris knows what it's all about. Chris knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> um, I guess book, actually, yeah. yeah, it's not that hard. Do you reckon you've uh, fed a polar bear a hundred times? Uh, I haven't. Yes. You haven't? You trying yeah. to tell us something, Stuart? Definitely. Definitely, yes, yes. you, Dave? No, nah, it's just the once yeah. for me, I'm afraid. Oh, just the one just time the you once. fed a polar just bear, huh? Yeah, just once, you know. It's really uh, more the polar bear feeding me. Uh, and the polar bear I'm thinking about is the Bundaberg rum master. Oh, yeah. He's done that a In the 200s, I reckon. It's in the, the, the thousands, I reckon. The four digits. 100 this week. Now, boys. Have you done the nasty 100 times? No. You've done the nasty 100 times. Have I done the, the nasty years. 100 times? The nasty, yeah, I've done 100 episodes of the podcast too. Yeah, I've done, <laughs> yes, nasty, <laughs> nasty shit. Nasty, nasty shit. 100 times, yes, that's the whole point. <laughs> 100 nasties, yeah. Well, anyway, I just thought that that was interesting to see what, what other things we've done 100 times in the last two and a half years. Have you guys got any? Hmm. Um... I mean, I mean, I'm thinking, have I cried a hundred times? Oh, and I do cry oh, after every episode. I cry, I cry times. every episode of the podcast after we record. So yeah, easily. Yeah, easily easy. Yeah. yeah, probably hundred and one. Yeah, makes maybe. sense actually. Yeah, easy. Um, <laughs> do you have any, Dave? No, nah, it wouldn't be a hundred. No. I mean, I, I I breathed, blinked. Dave, you do not blink enough. You don't even blink a <laughs> hundred times. And it's I'm, really I'm not working enough, on licking. Man. I'll dry, dry eyes, Dave, man licking my eyeballs. That's type. it's yeah. not even one blink a week. No, nah, not, not even. Not enough. Whole podcast. Trying to give him up. Wide eye, Davey. Yep. Maybe you don't need to. Maybe you've got a nictitating membrane like a bird. Yeah, probably. Just probably. like the, the other, like the third clear. Yeah, one the one that swipes across, like yeah, the windshield. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, do we want to do the podcast or yeah? Let's do the one hundredth time. Now we actually haven't done the introduction, and I'm, I'm, it's it's a hundred episodes, boys. I'm I'm starting to feel old. I feel like I yeah. need my me my voice needs to pack it in a little bit, somewhat, oh. and, and be put out to pasture a little bit. And wow, and okay. Davey, because you know, this this show isn't about me. It's not about Chris. This show is about Davey. What? <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm feeling a <laughs> very ominous feeling. I think I missed no. the survey that went. No, out. it's not, it's not <laughs> ominous. Um, so I wanted to I wanted to pass on the baton because every every week it's it's my my voice bursting through the the opening song and I think it's time that we we change things up and I know I know you want it I know you're going to do a great what? job I've written a glowing what? reference for you Davey and you've got it Thank you, you You've got the part. Wow. Davey, wow. I'm, I'm handing over the introduction of the podcast to you. 
Unbelievable. Just I'm in time for us to skipping stop Skipping right it. past me. <laughs> I thought, assistant manager for all these years, I thought I'd get uh, promoted first, but no, the no, new upstart. No, no, yeah. no, no. They want it. You're too good at the assistant manager role. They don't want to promote you. The anymore. intern gets promoted right to manager. Unbelievable. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, a comedy podcast where three silly boys come on the podcast and they do silly stuff. And we, we go away and we got tasks and then we do them and then we review them. My name is Stuart. <laughs> oh. That's the, that's it, no, isn't it? That's how we. I, not me. I'm, I'm we... staging a walkout. I'm 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 on strike after this. I can't believe oh, it. Yeah. I'm, okay. uh, I'm yeah. I'm revolting. I'm. And my name's Dave. Oh, good. Unreal. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, just like normal. Yeah, just like okay. normal. It doesn't rhyme. Like there's the rhyme. You know, when you say we go ahead, we do it. My name is Stuart. Oh, that's no, true. It's it's so satisfying. Oh, I don't, I really it doesn't together. sound right now. Uh, what about we 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 make it? I'm David. No, no, it's no, not no. the same. No, it's not going to work. The same. It doesn't work. Uh, we're starting off with me this week. Oh, yeah. That's right. Dave. David. <laughs> Can I call you David? Can, David? May I call you David? You may. David, last week I recommended that you, well, last last 100, last century, I recommended yep. that you uh, make some money, man. Get, make get, some money. Get your, get your hustle on. I hope you, I, I bought you this box. I hope you got enough money to pay me back. Um, and I recommend that was you, never part of the deal. I I, mean, I thought it, I just assumed. Well, I asked you to make some money. Make make some money the only way a ten year old knows how, which is mm. by selling some caramello koalas uh, yeah. for about a dollar a piece. Yeah, know? that's right. Um, so now, ladies and gentlemen, you you might remember uh, the the this fine old tradition. Um, selling caram- caramel koalas. You might have done it, uh, you know, as a maybe when you're in the Scouts or maybe as a fundraiser for your school. Um, and we're very into traditions here at the Pool Boys. Um, and mm-hmm. for episode 100, our centennial, uh, we thought that it was really, impo- really important to uh, observe one of our other final traditions, mm-hmm. which is being given a task that is essentially doomed to fail from the start. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Because I, I completely Chris, disagree. I cannot, I cannot times, disagree more. No, 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 no. The times, they have changed. This task is not the same task as it once was at all. <laughs> now, what I'd like to do right now is we're going to do a bit of a salesmanship uh, situation here. So, thank, okay. thanks, guys, to this team building uh, yeah, pen. exercise. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're really changing up the organization. We're seeing who we're going to keep. So, we want to, and, and we're, we're going to focus on a more of a sales driven kind of thing here. Yeah, okay. So, right. look, I've got, I've got this one, this one solitary caramel koala right here, mate. Have a, have a good look at this right mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, wow. Have a look at the back. Caramel look koala looks so different these days. It does look quite different, doesn't it? Does, it, does. it has actually changed size as well since you last uh, did it. It used to be 100 grams. Now they're only, what, 85 or something like that? Oh, jeez. Well, you know it didn't get yeah. bigger. No, yeah, it no, that's not big. No. Um, there's been some changes. Now, what, what I'd, li- I'd like you to do is, you know, imagine that you're 10 years old, you know? Yeah, sure. And 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 you're you're trying to sell caramel koalas. We've we've all done this, Fredo frogs. You know, mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. eat a yeah. couple on the side. You try to get it past your mum, right? Mm-hmm. But you were ten years old. Yeah, and you're probably wearing your school uniform or your scout uniform. Yeah, and you'll also notice that the like if you actually go and have a look in the chat right now, I'm going to send you a, uh, a picture. Is, is this picture just going to be a bunch of empty wrappers <laughs> of caramel koalas? 
All right, so if you look on your screen right now, I'm showing you the, the Cadbury um, home home page uh, where they, they sell Fundraising.com.au is the actual Fundraising.com.au. Yeah. What are you doing? Now, see, the thing is, what you're doing in this situation is you're fundraising for something. That you're not just, it's not a, just a job that you're giving a kid. It's not just mm. a small business. You're raising money for something. Now, sure. that is not the case. That's not the case with what we've done um, this this time around. So what I want you, you to do, about? Chris, Wait, what are you is talking I'm going about? to it kind goes, of it goes towards the pool boys. It's a it's worthy right. cause. So, so what I'm saying is, uh, Chris, I want you to okay. to sell sell me. Come come up to me, in, you know, and I'm and you try and sell me this caramella koala right here. And I'm gonna I'm just okay. gonna fill in some of the kind of environmental kind of factors. Well, I'm gonna make the rest of the kind of scene happen. You know, it's okay. gonna it just. I want to hear what your sales your sales pitch is. Okay. This is, uh, this is firstly, I will, I will, I will play along. But uh, this is incredible how you're just flipping it back onto us to, to do yeah. this fucking recommend for you. Cl- I'm hilarious. This so is far. Right, let's, let's, let's go. Uh, uh, hey, man. Hey, how you doing? Um, would you like a caramel or koala? Oh, uh, what do I have to? Thanks. Yeah, I'll take it. Thanks. Yeah, a dollar. Oh, you you're selling them? Yeah, it's like for a thing. What? Okay. What's the thing? Uh, it's like a fundraiser. What are you fundraising for? Uh, it's just like to see if I can. <laughs> You're fundraising to see if you can. Why are you an adult man doing this? And seen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I do like- see your point. I do see your point. Yep. Um, uh, look, Stu, I, would you I, like to have a go? I will give it a go, but I do think that this experiment is a bit flawed because if we're if we're if we're imagining that we're ten years old, right, and we're in this in the schoolyard trying to trying in in inverted commas to to sell these things, it, that's not ever how it was. You walk to school with your box of caramel koalas. The other ten year olds in your playground spy it out like a yeah. like a bird seeing a worm on the field, and then they flock to you and they're like, "Give me one of those caramel koalas," and it's like, "Oh, I'm mm. fundraising for. I don't give a shit. I want that yeah, caramel koala." It's not a hard sell. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I, I bought many of those caramel koalas. I could never tell you what they were fundraising for. Didn't care. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, the product true. sells itself. But there, there is there is something um, to be said for the fact that. Um, all of the boxes that you saw on that website did say in quite clear font fundraising on it. When when gas and oil com- when you go and buy petrol, the gas and oil companies are raising funds. <laughs> you, you don't you don't have to have a good cause to raise funds. <laughs> goods and services cost money. People profit off things you buy, Dave. Do you know that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> goods and services. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing is that the thing that people are familiar with is chocolate for a dollar. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and that there's there's a lot of extra stuff that it, it didn't doesn't seem like you really paid much attention uh, to 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 that extra stuff that that's part of this. Like, for example, why don't you have a look at this box here, which is oh, the yeah. box that you've sent me. Yeah. Now, Looks this pretty empty, is, Dave. Uh, kind of a sport kind of a sports kind of open top um, aerodynamic, um, lightweight. And it's one you'd find I mean, in the corner shop rather than the fun. Falling apart. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's it's the one that you have in a shop. So the kind yeah. of vibe that I'm kind of getting, or or putting out rather, is that I'm just an adult man walking around with a small business, yeah. and a small business is being a caramello koala reseller. <laughs> One yeah, box at a time. One box yeah. at a time. I'm, I'm, undercutting, I'm undercutting the market by only doing them for $1 each. Now, I, I, I will say this, Dave. I will say this. 
I, I tried to buy them off the official Cadbury website, the fundraising.com.au, yep. but you had to buy a minimum of 50. It could have even been 100. It was a, like, it's a crazy minimum you have to buy. And it's like, it would have been thousands of dollars for me to even buy one of those boxes. So I found like a, another one on the side to try. I found one on like catch.com or no, I think it was Confectionery World, actually. We'll shout them out. Confectionery oh, really? World. Uh, yeah, shout out to Confectionery World. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like Used it was and like refurbished 35... Cadbury boxes. Like new. Actually, ha- <laughs> How many come in that Look, box, Dave? Uh, 36. 36. Uh, yeah. all right, well, okay. I'm pretty sure it was $35 for the box. So we're on a pretty yep. shoe, shoe, a shoestring budget anyway. Um, and it was like eight bucks for delivery, so it was like forty three dollars and forty five cents. Okay, all right. I'm in the I'm in the ground for I'm in the red for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I guess the caramel koalas you don't really make much of a profit on that. That's just to get people in the door. Well, I mean, surely a shop on the like a like a a shop that's actually selling those would be selling them for two bucks, even more than that. Jeez, they've gone up, haven't they? In this economy, in this economy, I did go out. Uh, and, I, and I did do some selling because that is the point of, of the podcast. Nice, right? nice. Now, listen, I, th- this was never going to happen without observing the other age-old tradition, which is that you eat at least half of them. Yeah, you got to. And, and, did and you, you have- but yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a second part of that tradition. Did you ask your mum for the money to pay for it? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember being asked. I don't remember being asked. No, 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 I didn't. And you are my mum, so <laughs> in this scenario, that. somehow, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I will say this. Considering everything that I've said, mm-hmm. like the, I think that the, the issue is that people, we're trying to recreate something that many people are aware of already. And yeah. so, when they see the holes in the plan, that it's just an adult man doing this thing, that it's not a fundraising box, that is this for a podcast isn't really a good reason mm-hmm. um, that uh, like they don't know if I'm just fundraising or if I'm just a bad shop, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think that the shock of of being familiar with the you know the, the the true product, which is a child in a school uniform, you know, knocking on your door asking for one dollar coin, you know, which oh also sorry I cut out by the way, but there's another issue which is that no one carries cash anymore. Look, they can. They know your details, you know. No like, one carries cash anymore. You can, anyway, yeah. it's easy to. So I need to. So forever. in my head, I'm thinking, how am I going to overcome these obstacles? All you right? know who does? How carry am I going to overcome? Though? Tradies. Mm. Tradies, right? Yeah. Just walk up Hang to a, a <laughs> walk up to a guy on a nail gun in a in a construction site and be like, hey, "You want to carry my little well, man?" <laughs> yeah, and he's and like, he, he, say yes, please." He unrolls his fifty dollar bill. <laughs> brushes brushes the white powder off it he's like you got change mate you got change mate no I don't no no I don't no because yeah Um, look can can I I interrupt for a second can I interrupt for a second because I've been on a lot of excuses thus far but I think it's important for us to flash back for a moment to when we were all all 10 years old selling our little Freddos around you weren't you yourself, as a dumb kid, weren't actually selling that many. You give them, you offer, you offer some to your dumb mates who don't have any money, so they're not going to buy any. It's your parents, your parent, your mum or dad, an adult, not in a school uniform, takes them to work, <laughs> leaves them on their front desk, sells half of them, and you're, you're basically there. So that's that's essentially what I was uh, envisioning. Maybe you should have made made up a, a fictional child or something. That you're, uh, well, I should have. I yeah. absolutely should have. Yeah. And I did actually take him. Uh, well, so I was thinking, how do I actually overcome these obstacles? And I'm thinking, how do we have? Do I take them to work? And so I took them to work. Yep. Opened up the box, oh, just laid them out there, right. put a little a post-it note, said one dollar right yeah. next to them. Yeah. 
No birds ate my seeds. No birds really? ate my seeds. Turns out Actually. astronauts are on a very stringent yeah. diet. <laughs> yeah, oh, they can't. Man. They can't be doing that. They <laughs> I, eat stuff that I am shocked. I am shocked by that. Vacuum packed bags, yeah. So I had to rethink. Fuck. Uh, all right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm on the back foot here. <laughs> and so I'm, <laughs> so I'm thinking, all right. Well, also, I think that everyone who knows me at my work is like, there's no way someone had a kid with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, they, and they're right. And they are right. So I'm yeah. thinking, so how do I overcome this? How do I overcome the fact that people, it has to be people that don't know about this as a thing. Yeah. They have to have cash on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have to be, you know, someone that I could just walk up to. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought, you know where I'm going? I'm going to the pokey room at Burwood RSL, which yes. is next to my house. Because it's full of people who don't really speak English, uh-huh. who have coins on them. Yes, uh-huh. they do. And don't know that I'm supposed to be a child. <laughs> yeah, 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 In fact, yeah, a child true. a child couldn't get into this room no, because it's the pokey's room. Of course. So it makes sense that it would be an adult who was doing it. That's oh, true. Wow. And so... And, and it's just I, a different sold, kind of gambling, I sold a fair few of them, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah, just walking around the pokies. Walking around the pokies. Well, you want some? <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. And they, they thought it, I, I, there was a little bit of confusion because you know that when you're at the RSL that um, the people in the pokies room do, do get a little bit of preferential treatment. Oh, they do. And so having to, having to like express that, oh, no, you actually pay for these. Yeah. These, these aren't, these aren't, that was the thing. Yeah. But uh, ultimately, I sold 16 of them. Really? really? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it was great. I'm, I'm quite impressed. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with myself yeah. too. Uh, my nice. rating system, as you all know by this point, I hope, uh, is that I use every number between 1 and 100 one yeah. time. Uh, this time, I'm going to give this recommendation. Selling caramel koalas as an adult, 33. 33. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Yeah, that makes sense. For your 100th episode, Chris, I recommended to you to as you as you're you're a movie buff. Yeah, you you, you love a movie. You, you got you got a a, a strong um, rubric by which you you critique movies. You got a pretty strong sense of what's good and what's bad and what's What's, you know, been played well, what's been played poorly. This week, Chris, I recommended that you watch all of Forrest Whitaker's films and then tell us which is the best. Mm. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, yes. And before we really jump into it and get into the, you know, which is the best of all his films, of all his 87 feature films Gee, that Rod- Forrest Whitaker has starred in. Dang. It's a lot of movies. It's a lot of yeah. movies. Yeah. He's an old man. He's not a, not a young upstart. No, I would it's no say 100 that episodes of a small podcast. Yeah. I would mm. say that that's almost as big a time investment as selling 36 Caramello Koalas. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, especially when you consider all the time, like chewing, all the chewing time <laughs> you have to take into account. In. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all the, op- the opening of the packet. Yeah, mm-hmm. stashing the packet. Yeah. They're yeah. doing maths in your head. The, the but did your did it feel that's... better watching them yeah. knowing that Dave had paid for them? Oh, that's right. No, because he, he didn't pay for him, did he? No, he actually I profited for sixteen bucks. For <laughs> Listen, some, I can. Some are you like trying that? to make me feel bad? Because everything you're saying makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> You're a backwards man. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> now, when you first gave me this recommend, Dave, yeah. I was sort of perplexed as to why Forrest Whitaker? Like, it is such a... Such a like a you don't really think about Forrest Whitaker all that much. I you certainly don't. don't. You don't think about nah. Forrest Whitaker Because he's yeah. not like some like popular A-lister. If you... Like, if right now, all three of us have to just list 100 actors or, and, and actresses and things. We... Between the three of us, there's a pretty good chance we would not list Forrest Whitaker. Really? <laughs> That's yeah, true. No, no. You know, he just, he just isn't at the top of mind like that. Um, and so I sort of thought, why would Dave... Of all... Like, it's, a, it's a cool recommend. The idea is cool. I like it. But mm. like, of all the actors... Why did he pick Forrest Whitaker? Mm. And so I went, first thing I did was I went through his IMDb page. And I love, I love IMDb. It's one of my favorite websites in the world. I've just spent hours and hours and hours on there. And one of my favorite things to do is just, and like when I find a new actor or find like an old actor I know before, I'll just go through their IMDb because it always tells a story. And most of the time, it's like an actor that sort of starts out doing a little bit, little things here and there, and then mm-hmm. sort of gets bigger roles and bigger roles and bigger movies and bigger movies and more successful movies, and sort of makes more of a name for themselves, and they sort of grow, 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 and, and sort then of become born project, again Christian and ruin everything for themselves. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and there's always sort of a story you can tell by just looking at their IMDb page. It tells a really clear story. Yeah. Not this time. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> not with Forrest Whitaker. He is not a sniper rifle. He's a shotgun. It just a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Uh, what about that one? Eh? Like I think Nicholas Cage always has that sort of running joke that like, oh, Nicholas Cage's agent is just like throwing you know darts at a dartboard, shit at the wall. Yeah, it's like it's really the same with Forrest Whitaker, if not more so. Like Nick Cage is at least a leading man. He's the lead role in every single film he's ever done. Well, yeah, at least for the last like thirty years. But Forrest Whitaker just does. It's this, I, you can't read it. There's no rhyme or reason to any project. Like, one movie to the next, it makes no sense at all. Why? Like, There's no through line at all. He will right. be nominated for an Oscar and then do a straight to DVD movie the next year. It makes wow. no sense. It <laughs> no, makes no yeah, sense really at doesn't. all. Is that why you picked him, Dave? Is it because, because he is that's such a random? He's so presence? he's so eclectic, but he also is so good. Like he, he's, he's good nominated everything. for an Oscar. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. That that is also the thing. He's good in everything. Everything he's in. In some yeah. movies, I'll be just watching them, and I'll forget that I'm watching them for Forrest Whitaker. Then he'll just pop up all of a sudden. I'm like, oh hey, yeah. it's him. That's why hey. I'm watching this. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, and he's always good. And then he goes away. Has he? I mean, how many how many films has he actually been the leading man in? I can only think of maybe The Last King of Scotland. Um, but not many, not many. He's because yeah. he's that's the thing because he's not even a character actor. He kind of is, but he's not really like. A lot of people like him. I've, ne- just- I've never truly understood what a character actor was. Um, you'd know them if you saw them. Like uh, like John Malkovich. Like he just he doesn't do like leading man roles. He's always the weird villain or the yeah. weird like mentor or some guy doing like a Russian accent. He's always doing something loud. It's always big. He's always doing big characters. Right. Like Chris okay. Evans is just rocks up and does the protagonist and just he's always sort of the same in the protagonist role, but the yeah, character sure. actors yeah. always do big characters and big loud. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh Grant would be the antithesis of a character actor. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Hugh Grant's oh, kind of changed. So, yeah. Hugh Grant's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. in, in the last like five years. He's sort of yeah. Him, okay, but, I guess so. But Forrest Whitaker kind of does character acting, but not really. He's still, yeah, right. still always sort of Forrest Whitaker. Kind of. It's a really fascinating career. And now, eighty-seven feature films. Of course, I have not watched eighty-seven feature films because a lot of these. Fucking shit. I was expecting you to probably just do something along the lines of, you know, you've seen the bit the forest's in. (laughs) 
not not in all eighty seven. No way. No yeah, way. Yeah. Like, and just some of them. Some of them, some of them you can assume are not the best. So, I mean, as soon as, like, because you're looking for the best one, right? Yeah. Yeah, You know that some films are worse than others. So, if you're like, oh, this film's better than this, then you can automatically just not watch that one. That's right. So, I did did skip a few. I skipped Four Dogs Playing Poker. Didn't watch that one. Yep. I skipped skipped Lullaby for Pie. Didn't, Didn't catch that one. I skipped uh, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. Didn't catch that one. Didn't yeah, catch that hey, one. that's funny. Yeah, you've right? watched enough Christmas films, Chris. That's right. That's right. Uh, Zulu, skipped that one. Uh, but I did watch quite a few films. Let me. I've watched 22 Forrest Whitaker films in the last few That years. is, did, like, start to finish, the whole thing? Nah, not, not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, it's um, still a monumental effort. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's really those mm. 22 films, his most well-known films that I'm really yeah. playing with and sort of studying here. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are some that I had to miss out on that I really wanted to catch, but just I couldn't really uh, talk about them with any sort of um, uh, uh, knowledge because I just I just didn't have the time to catch them. So the great debate is Stake Out, Burden, City of Lies, a bunch more that I just didn't really have time for. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's let's get to it because there's, there's really a few categories of Forrest Whitaker films, right? Yeah. Um, firstly, there's the classics where he plays an incredibly small part. Now this is the only part of his entire career, the very start of his career, that actually has a very clear trajectory, right? He mm. starts off in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I uh, rewatched oh. this one. Well, I'd, I'd never seen it before. Watched this one. Uh, really cool film. Like a, like a 70s high school movie. Like a really foundational, important movie. Uh, he has maybe two lines in it. He's on screen <laughs> for less than 30 seconds. <laughs> He's barely <laughs> in this film. It's the best film. It's I know. One, but number one. Movies like that, like Platoon, uh, like Bloodsport, sort mm-hmm. of is where he got his start, right? He started doing small little bits in good quality movies that people were actually watching. Platoon yeah. won an Oscar. And, you know, he didn't have many lines in that movie, but he was still in it. Um, yeah. uh, then there was The Color of Money. It's a Martin Scorsese movie about, like, shooting pool and stuff like that. Uh, he had a really, really small part in that, but he also got to get some lines in. He sort of, his, his cachet grows. He becomes more known. Uh, more agents and things recognize him. No where he is. And mm-hmm. then rounding out this category of Forrest Whitaker films is Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, he's one of the bigger oh. leads of this movie. I'd never seen yep. this before. It's Robin Williams really doing his, oh, doing his shtick, doing his thing. Yeah. And Forrest Whitaker is his right-hand man. He sort of plays this sort of shy to do soldier. That is another thing about Forrest Whitaker. Cops and soldiers. Cops and soldiers. Yep. Again and again yep. and again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He loves playing a cop or a soldier. There's a real uh, man's man. Um, and Good Morning Vietnam. And that... Those sort of group of movies, those small parts in classic films, sort of uh, catapulted him into the next category of Forrest Whitaker films, which is cl- uh, critically acclaimed award fodder. Uh, starting off with Bird, where he played uh, saxophone player Charlie Bird Parker Jr. Uh, and, you know, nice. and a lot of these are probably the ones you've heard about before, uh, like Lee Daniels' The Butler, where he played the butler for all. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like this butler that was like the butler in the White House for uh, like six administrations or something. Pretty good, but kind of. It was lacking some... Yeah, some... I saw that one in the cinema, actually. Really? Strangely enough, yeah. Thoughts? I liked it. Can't really remember it, to be honest. Joe? Um, probably his first leading role was... <laughs> it's it's going to sound silly, and it is. Uh, Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. <laughs> he plays like a, uh, like, a, like a hood hitman. Uh, yeah. But he just Cops, like... soldiers, a ghost dog. Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. He's like this... <laughs> Uh, what a apparition dogs. He's like a hood yeah. hitman who like lives by the way of the samurai and like sort of poses around with the samurai sword and like uh, yeah. holds himself to the respect of the samurai the way like old Japanese samurais used to live. Yeah. Very right. slow, kind of weird. I didn't like it, but other people do. Um, 
And then finally, the one you referenced before, uh, The Last King of Scotland, where yeah. he played, yeah. uh, I guess, uh, like a warmonger, uh, yeah. a real person, yeah. a real From person. Uganda, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think it was Uganda. I think it was Tanzania or something like that. Was okay. another, I think it was another one. But um, maybe it was Uganda. Uganda. Anyway, uh, great movie. And honestly, probably his best performance. Uh, he deserved mm. the Oscar for that one. It was a really amazing performance. Uh, and you would think... That that uh, he won best actor. He won the best acting Oscar. Like that's best surely this actor. Would catapult you into you can do whatever you want from that point. This is the <laughs> peak of your career. And from yeah. this point, he does absolute trash, absolute dog shit, <laughs> dog shit after dog shit. Ghost dog shit. It's ghost dog shit. That's right. Taken three, Street Kings, a little trip to heaven. Um. <laughs> One I watched called The Experiment, which was with him and Adrian Brody were like reenacting the, the Stanford prison ex- experiment. Um, oh, like, really? oh, this, this sounds great. Adrian Brody, another Oscar winning actor. It was some straight to DVD bullshit. It was so, so bad. I couldn't even finish it. Right. Damn. And rounding out the trash category, of course, is a little movie called Battlefield Earth. Oh, yeah. Is this like Aliens or something? It I've, is aliens. I have no idea. Yeah. It is aliens. Uh, John Travolta starred in this film, uh, and it is known by some as the worst film of all time. Oh. He is based oh, off a book man. written by- We gotta watch this film. The creator of Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard. Oh. The, yes, and- Is John Travolta somehow like a producer y- or something? I b- believe he's producing it as well, and the lead actor. Yeah, this reeks of... Yeah, of, go, on, yeah. go and look up the poster for it, because you've yeah. definitely seen it before. Uh, it's insane. And so I believe Forrest might be in that whole world as well, if he's doing movies like this. I assume he's probably... Oh, maybe. i got to maybe assume. Maybe these are just his little assume. retirement projects. He's like, yeah, Last King of Scotland was good. Uh, I might just do little bits and bobs, uh, you know, fix up the house. But I will say this. He was still pretty good in Battlefield Earth. Like, yeah. of the scenes I watched, like... He wasn't. He was good. He did his bit. He played his role quite well. You know. Yeah, good. Um, you can't take that away from him. Uh, from there, uh, we move to another category, which is sort of come into quite lately. Uh, movies that most people have seen him in, though you never leave the movie thinking about Forrest Whitaker. You yeah. Know? Okay. Roles only slightly bigger than those small roles we said at the start. So yeah. of course, Black Panther. Of course. Oh yeah. Yep. Rogue One. Yeah, Star Wars film. I'm, I'm yeah, sure one that's one. really inspired yeah. you to even pick this. Um, pick this recommend. Yeah, hang on. What? Who was he in Rogue One? He's like um, Felicity Jones's uh, mentor. He like helps raise her. Yeah. Oh yeah, Oh my gosh. Father yeah, figure I remember type now. Situation. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, and, and it's like the head of the um, like the rebels on on Tatooine or something like that. That's yeah. cool. He's got yeah. mad asthma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, that's you know, right. Yeah, it basically plays the exact same role in Black Panther. You know, he's a mentor figure, an older, wise figure. You know, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure I hope he got paid heaps for them. Uh, and another role similar to those two, and arguably the best film on this list, and probably the best film Forrest Whitaker has ever been in, Arrival. Mm. He okay, plays like yeah. a sort of army guy in the Arrival. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this brings up an interesting point in this exercise. I'm trying to pick. Can you say it again, Dave? I'm trying, I'm trying to pick the best Forrest Whitaker film. Yeah, what's the best Forrest Whitaker film? Yeah. Now, because that's not the best film that Forrest Whitaker stars in. The best it's Forrest the Whitaker. The best film that has Forrest Whitaker in it, I guess. But I, right. I, I feel like that's disingenuous so, to, the, so to, have the, you got, to the experience, right? Are you, you going to bring something that then? involves Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. 
Because are you going to bring us two then, Chris? Are you going to do like? Well, well, I'll say it now. I think Arrival is the best film that has Forrest Whitaker in the credits. But yeah, you're not right. you're not get, walking out of the the cinema going wow. Wow, Forrest Whitaker was Forrest amazing. Forrest Whitaker, yeah. can you believe that? I'm not that? thinking about those weird tree trunk aliens no. at all. Yeah. I'm thinking about Forrest and his, again, probably 40th soldier character. Yeah, seriously. So I, just <laughs> yeah. feels, I can't say that, you know? It's just because anyone could have been put into that character and, and done a pretty good job. The film still would have been just as good as it was. Right. Um, so I'm going to go in, in the other direction. The best yeah. Forrest Whitaker film, you know? Yeah, and let's, let's have it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, in this late stage forest. Oh, yeah. D forest. D forest. That's right. Uh, father, cliche roles uh, in Southpaw. He's like the boxing coach, Jake Gyllenhaal's boxing coach. Uh, also, Respect, uh, the Aretha Franklin, Franklin biopic. Yeah. Uh, he Hell plays yeah. Aretha's dad. Uh, then we get to another category, very specific category in Forrest's career. Uh, early 2000s, great scripts, up-and-coming influential filmmaker, shot in really small claustrophobic rooms. Uh, we have Panic Room and Phone Booth. Both start with the letter P, uh, both released <laughs> around a year or two apart from each other. These are probably my two favourite films of the lot. Like, I really enjoyed watching these two. Yeah, oh, I, really? still, I yeah. loved Phone I thought, Booth. I thought we were... Phone Booth is so good. It goes for like Phone 88 minutes. Phone Booth is a great minutes. film, yeah. It and it's also not too long. Nice. Like, it's no. perfect. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and watching films like that, you're like, oh, no, he's really paying attention. He's really, like, dialed in. He knows what he's going for. He picks these roles in these films really purposefully. But then you also see other shit like Vantage Point, and it's just, it's just not the case. Um, mm-hmm. And that brings us to the final category, which is what I think, having watched all these, what I think is the best Forrest Whitaker film. Now... Like most films that he stars in, his screen time isn't particularly high, mm-hmm. but it's really the the everlasting impact he has in the film. He's only in it yeah. for like half an hour, but you yep. feel his presence for that whole two-hour stretch. Uh, I'd never seen this movie before this recommend. Mm. Uh, have you guys seen or even heard of The Crying Game? I've heard of it, definitely. I haven't, actually. Uh do you have you heard of the twist, Dave? The twist, because that's he was a ghost the whole time. Nah, he was nah. a ghost dog the whole time. So much like Sixth Sense, this is looked at as like a twist movie. Like everyone sort of know people who talk about Crying Game talk about it because of the twist. This twist in the middle, right? Which I feel right, bad right. about spoiling now, but it is also like a forty-year-old movie. That <laughs> probably doesn't need to be. Like I'm going to reveal it. So essentially, the, the plot of the film uh, is there's this Irish. It's sort of set in the um. It's sort of set in the Troubles, like the back in the Irish times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah the IRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kidnap this, um, this like, soldier who's Forrest Whitaker, and it's yep. this Irish bloke's uh, job to, um, like, sort of keep him hostage, hold him hostage, and don't let him do anything, and he might have to kill him if they don't uh, pay the ransom and do that sort of thing, right? Yep. Uh, and they build up this beautiful relationship. Forrest Whitaker's doing this accent, which at times struggles, but is pretty good overall. Okay. Um, and then- is he doing an Irish accent in this film? Yes, he's dying okay. to. Right, right, right. Yeah, which doesn't really suit what he looks like, but, it, you know. Yeah, uh, he, does a, sure. he does a pretty good job, better than I could, for sure. Uh, then the Irish guy has, um, he's told to kill him. He tries to, but he really struggles and sort of eventually is somewhat responsible for his death. Uh, he's incredibly guilty about it. And right before he died, Forrest Whitaker made him promise that he would go uh, send his love to his partner, his girlfriend, uh, yeah. who lives like, in another town. So he goes to the city to find his girlfriend. He's, he's riddled with guilt. He feels so, so bad about this thing. He got along so well with Forrest Whitaker. Uh, meets up with the girlfriend, falls madly in love with her. 
uh, and they sort of, you know, but he doesn't reveal that he in part killed her boyfriend. And, oh, you know, yeah, yeah it's a right. sort of weird back and forth and to and fro. Uh, and there's like all these sort of hints that have gone through that, um, you know, she, she's a different sort of girl and she's not like most girls and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and eventually they go to the bedroom and they're about to do the nasty, as mm. it's true. Uh, and it's this iconic shot where it's sort of, they, they sort of pan around and she has a penis. And you'd say it is like an R-rated scene. You see a full frontal penis right there wow. on screen. Yes, and right. you, like if you didn't know the twist, you would never have picked. You'd never pick it. Like it's just what? it. Yeah, it, it floors you. It's it's Wait. right in the middle of the film. That really is just completely the twist. flips the f- film on its head. Yeah, for sure. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but it's, but it's a really arty. It's a really good film. It's a really, really good film. I really recommend people go check it out. It, it's a fairly old film, but it's not particularly problematic uh, in that sort of way. Like it treats it all right, fairly okay. respectfully. Like it's really, it was like, yeah. especially for its time, it was really, you know, quite cutting edge on that sort of thing. Uh, check it out. It is a, it's an awesome film. And like, you really feel, even though he's only in that first half an hour, you feel his presence the whole way through. He's just this overwhelming presence, Forrest Whitaker, in this entire film. Wow. Uh, and so I'm giving it to Crying Game, man. Wow, Whoa, there you go. Okay. Best Forrest Whitaker nice. film. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Nice. Okay. Forrest Jay. Whitaker's Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my rating system's out of two. Um, and you know, Forrest Whitaker is renowned. His signature is his one good eye. Uh, so I'm going to give it one <laughs> out of two. <laughs> in, in, in order of his eye. Last week, I was recommended to go to Loch Ness and swim in it. How did I do, Stu? Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm happy with Are that. we happy with that? <laughs> I'm happy with that. Sweet. Um cool. So, yeah, so so I did I did go and, and swim in Loch Ness. But I was wondering cuz this actually floored me this this small little fact. So I'm going to ask you guys. Okay. All right. And maybe I've already given some of it away just by saying that it floored me. But how many locks? Like everyone knows about Loch Ness. Loch Ness is like yeah. the one lock yeah. in Scotland that everyone knows about. But how many locks yep. do you actually think there are in Scotland? I reckon there's heaps. I reckon there's heaps too. Mate. I reckon there's 60. 60? What do you reckon, Dave? It's, yeah. Pin, pin a number on 800. it. 800. 800? Because correct- a lock can be tiny, right? Yeah, a lock can be tiny. Yeah. So the correct answer is 30,000 fucking locks. <laughs> no way! No, nah, that's the true. puddles and things. Boy, that's howdy. the actual that's a, that's a drain that's pipe. What are you locks. talking about? Yeah, no, nah, there's heaps of locks. Because if you look at a map of Scotland, you can just you can just jump on Google Maps right now and just zoom in on the west what? coast, especially of Scotland. Um, it through the last ice age, the retreating <laughs> of all of Scotland the- isn't land. <laughs> the retreating of all of those um, glaciers just cut. Scotland to ribbons and there's just gashes all through the west coast and one that that is part of Loch Ness actually that runs all the way across it, it's been uh sort of changed by humans and and turned into a canal that goes all the way across but there is like a visible gash all the way through the highlands um and it's called the Caledonian Channel and yeah so it's yeah it's, there's so many locks but Loch Ness is obviously the famous the most famous, it is the deepest, and that's what, probably why it's got such a, a, a reputation. Because 
Where's an enormous monster going to live? It's going to live in the deepest lock in Scotland. It's going to- Absolutely it is. That's the where it's going to be. The one that's really, really long so it can put its neck somewhere. Exactly. It's long, three or four humped neck, which people mm-hmm. keep claiming to see. Um, I actually did- like. If, I mean, If I ever go to talk- lock- Sorry? If I ever go to Loch Ness, I'm going to claim to see it. No. Yeah. Whether I see it or not is really immaterial. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. That, and I think that's actually the case for a lot of people because sightings have just gone up and up and up, especially since the 1930s. So, the first sighting... Um, like, <laughs> I, I was I was pretending that I'd seen a dinosaur before it was cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, from the 1920s, you know? Like, we all know... Yeah, I think it was the 1920s or, or uh, the, uh, at least the early 1900s. Um, where the surgeon's photograph comes out. Everyone knows that picture. Classic that picture. The classic picture of, of Nessie. And, th- and then all the way up until the present, people have been trying to re- kind of like grapple with this picture. What does it mean? Is it, is it real? Is, it, you know, is there actually a monster under there? And it is, it is actually sacrilege in, in Scotland to say that Nessie doesn't exist because it's, it's, and it's not as if anyone, anyone's pretending. It's just a part of the fabric of the, of the nation, you know? It's really important. Yeah, it's, it, a, it's the a mascot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A Scottish kangaroo. Yeah. It's not about whether or not Nessie is real or not. It's that in the heart of every Scottish person, of course Nessie is real. Mm. That's, that's that. what it truly is. I love that. So, went to Loch Ness. And Loch Ness itself is beautiful. It is, like, overwhelming, it's massive, and it's just gorgeous. But the terror starts to come in when you think about putting your body inside of it. <laughs> yeah. That's when yeah. The, the kind of the frightened, frightened aspect of Loch Ness comes in. Because, of, of course, mm. there's no Nessie, but what if there is? <laughs> what if yeah, there is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fed for thousands it's, of years. It, no. It's the only... It's, I've, uh, it's the only monster where you know exactly where it is. That's true. Yeah, that's it's right. It's in there. It's, it's right in, there. It's there. That's somewhere. where it is. It's called the Loch Ness Monster because it's in this lock. Uh. Yeah. Um, so, it's a terrifying place because you can't really see through the water. The water is mm. notoriously uh, murky, but not in like a dirty way. It's just dark water. And that's because it's quite mm. peaty. Um, which is like basically de- decaying uh, soil. Um, the, is, is and a decaying is. dinosaur as well. I mean, that's and a decaying really dinosaur. But oh, in that water. But the the mystery and the mythos of of uh, Nessie persists. And there's uh, so I watched this documentary right on on Loch Ness. It's called Drain the Oceans. I think it's on Disney Plus actually. It's 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 very good. And if you got the time, you should go and watch it because there's some there's some oh. great characters on there. And of course. You wouldn't expect someone who's dedicated their entire life to trying to figure out if Nessie is real to be a normal kind of person. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah. they're interesting people. So, there's a guy who saw something strange rolling around on the water in 1991. He set up a little caravan on the shores of Loch Ness. And that's where I swam, actually. Wow. It's on uh, Loch Ness Beach. And I saw the caravan. He set that up in, I think, 1992 or 93, like a couple of years later after he saw Nessie. And he has spent the last 32 years peering out onto the lock with his camera ready, trying to, trying to catch Nessie, trying to see it, see it again, just to see it again. And he was I'm like, glad someone's doing that, it. I'm glad yeah, someone's doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's the it. kind of thing, the fact that there's a guy out there who's been doing this for 32 goddamn years is the reason, 
part of me believes that it's very much a real thing. <laughs> and everyone knows and she pops up once every 33 years. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. That's a, that's the hibernation period of an that's ancient right. plesiosaur. When when was the the the, the surgeon's photograph taken? Uh look, I don't have it written down here. I think 1932. I that's my guess. Yeah, I uh, Yeah, 32. But it's kind of interesting, and I, I won't give everything away. You can go and watch that episode of Drain the Oceans if you want. It's inc- incredibly interesting. It also go in, in, goes into the mythology behind other, you know, un- underwater lake creatures uh, across the world. But the sightings increase and increase and increase with, like, directly in relation to the installation of motors in boats. Mm. Well, yeah, okay. I guess that makes sense, right? Loch Ness is a notoriously still lake. Mm. So, Uh, uh. the wake of a boat can last on Loch Ness for hours and hours and hours. And you can Mm. see a boat. And the wake actually hits the shore and bounces back because it's so still. Mm. And you can actually see the wake of a boat hours after the boat has passed. And it just looks like something rolling around on the top of the water. Right. Now this is just a theory. It's not as it's not as uh, foolproof as there's a fucking monster under there. I know. <laughs> it's just a working theory, um, but it, but it does point to some evidence of why people keep seeing uh, keep seeing Nessie. And if and you look at these videos of the wake, it does look like there's something rolling around on the surface mm. of the water. It really does. Um, but I guess as well, like if there's more boats, there's more people to, you know, to spot her. Like, there's more people... That's true. Actually, on the That's water true. to, you know... Like boats, the most, boats don't um, drive themselves. Yeah. Like the most um, unprovoked shark attacks in Australia happened in New South Wales, right? Which doesn't mm. have the longest coastline, doesn't have the most beaches from any other state, but does have the most people. Yeah, it's, it's where the most people are. Yeah, yeah, most people, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I, I would I imagine travel mm. to Scotland, especially since the sighting of, Loch Ness, like of the Loch Ness Monster, has definitely gone up. So, there's more yeah. people who are there trying to see it who... Like Dave would see it whether they whether they did or not. Seriously, <laughs> they've spent thousands of dollars to see it. Exactly, they're not going to say they didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Can I ask you? Is there much yeah. like reason to be on a boat in Loch Ness? Like, is, the, is yeah, you're looking for Nessie, man. Yeah, to get <laughs> to catch an plesiosaur, mate. Yeah, but is that it though? Like, not quite. So, I mean, uh, I mean, why does anyone want to be on any boat? But like uh, to fish, being on boats to, are to sick. To get, to get, yeah, that's true. But also to get somewhere. So they do cruises, and the, they actually made this like in the twenties, I think, or uh, yeah, they made a channel to help fishing fleets get through from the east coast to the west coast of Scotland. And they right. made a channel, and Loch Ness is part of that. And so you might be on a cruise or a fishing boat that goes through that channel. Through it, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. but really, you look out onto that lock, and there's when I was there, there's hardly any boats around. So Nessie could theoretically—it's not captive. Well, in this, in she this was, lock, and then cause... they opened up the lock to oh. the other locks. So no wonder she's not there anymore. Yeah, exactly. She got out. Although I think those trenches would be too small for such a big monster as Nessie to get out. But you're saying she and could why be would in she Australia? leave, Dave? That's her home. Well, when all the tourists would be pretty annoying. Yeah, she, true. Yeah, camera shy. True. Yeah, all the people, the mo- the motorboats. People keep motorboating. No, people I, do I keep that. motorboating Nessie, and she doesn't like it. Oh, I hate that. Um, okay, so there's a dude who's actually spent is a bit Nessie more time. Female? Are we all agreed that she is female? Yeah, that's oh, that's the sure. predominant 
thing that I've picked up over here. Yeah, she's definitely a female. I've only seen her head. Um, Why does everyone it's, it's think It's the long hair, Dave. Yeah, it's the, it's the lipstick and the long the eyelashes. Long... <laughs> <laughs> it's the eyelashes, man. Dead giveaway. <laughs> the bling. Yeah. Um, so there's another dude who spent 40 years um, since the 70s, uh, and he's he's been studying Loch Ness. He works for a thing called the Loch Ness Project, and they started out looking for Nessie and trying to prove the existence of Nessie. And he's out on the boat. He's out on Loch Ness every week looking for mm-hmm. Nessie. But the Loch Ness Project has kind of ske- changed its aims a little bit. And when he was interviewed, mm. when, yeah, when he was interviewed on this on this uh, program. He said, you know, we started out looking for Nessie, but we eventually found other things about the lock that we found equally fascinating. No. Yeah, which which basically There's just no, means... There is nothing more fascinating. Well, it just means to me, you couldn't find Nessie, but you didn't want to give up the funding and the boat. So you're just like, let's just <laughs> yeah, measure the peat, I reckon. Let's just keep measuring the peat. Yeah. That's like, that's like <laughs> Steven Spielberg getting on and going, hey, guys, we couldn't afford the CGI for the dinosaurs, but... Oh, there's some great plants in Jurassic Park. Uh, some really <laughs> scary ones too. Yeah, you watch out yeah, for them. Wow. Yeah, palm leaf over there. Thinking a, a new <laughs> si- series, Jurassic Botany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that scene where Newman gets killed by a monstera. Oh, <laughs> I went to to Loch Ness armed with all of this this information, but I was still mm-hmm. I was still pretty scared, and it was a really lovely time. Um, I may I may have. Slightly complained about it when, when it first got recommended to me. But but we went up to Loch Ness. We stayed in a B&B. Jenny and I are obsessed Mate, with was, B&Bs now. It was lovely. Yeah, hell yeah. B&Bs are great. And B&Bs you, are you great. You said that it was like your bucket list item to do this. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it's it was fantastic. It was it was really good. So we went up to Loch Ness and on a balmy eight degree days uh, oh, with no. a spitting rain, oh, I swam. Yuck. You swam. And now... There is actually, uh, when you look up swimming in Loch Ness, there's a site which, which says it is not advised to swim in Loch Ness, basically at any time <laughs> of the year, because, because it's so big and so deep, the water doesn't heat up. It constantly sits at about five degrees uh, Celsius, which is incredibly <sighs> cold Hypothermia water. time. Yeah, hypothermia time. And it was like, unless you're a, uh, a seasoned wild swimmer, you could get, you know, shock and, uh, and go into hypothermia. But I did oh, it anyway. No. It's fine. Uh, now, I didn't have a wet suit. But I did have a, a few things which um, which Jenny has. I have like a dry these, suit. It's now a dry ruined. suit. Yeah, they're <laughs> called pants. Um, so Jenny has these like shoes and gloves which she she wears when she goes kayaking in cold water. Oh, that's so smart. I did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did wear them just yeah. to to keep my extremities a bit warm. Now I'm yep. gonna I'm gonna pop these up on on the Instagram before this episode comes out. So feel free to have a look along with us, listeners. But I'm just gonna share my screen with the boys. Oh my God! It's Nessie. Oh, there there she is. Oh, hold on. That's just a funny hat. This is me uh, in the Loch Ness uh, shop. There's a there's a Nessie shop just on the hill above above Loch Ness, and there's a hat with me uh, standing there wearing wearing a Loch Ness hat. I look like Loch Ness. It's a great time. Also, this is Beautiful. where I bought your... This shop is where I bought your Christmas presents, boys, <laughs> and I hope you enjoy them when they come. <laughs> Any day now. Uh, this Any is day. a picture of me riding Nessie. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa. That's me Nessie. out the front of, out the, front you're, of the You're shop. sort of riding like a... Yeah, a big like, sort of prosthetic. And I'm riding uh, Nessie. <laughs> she looks quite upset. This is a little dinosaur thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really does. 
My theory on these little statues is that they used to be submerged and those weird looking lamps would like be poking out of the water. Oh, did they just... Is that what the photo is? Just a photo of this statue. Someone just made this before. Oh, right. Yeah. That would make sense. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. The surgeon's photo. Yeah, that's right. Um, Okay, now we get into the swimming bit. This is me getting ready to swim. I'm wearing... I'm wearing my personal oh, flotation device. I've got my blue board shorts on and I've got my uh, so wet cold. shoes and wet gloves on. You. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, pretty God. damn cold. It was pretty yeah. damn cold. Yeah, it's Scotland. And overcast man. and spitting rain. <laughs> I think but it I... was just being Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm confident. I'm confident here. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy. Okay. And then. Uh, this is a, a picture of me swimming in Loch Ness. Oh, no. you did it, mate! You did it. I that did it. Such dark I water, bloody swam it? in Loch Ness. It was freezing, freezing look- cold. Wow! And now, I, I have a little video here that I'll, I'll, I'll put up as well. Now, I, I, I'm sorry to nitpick here, Stu. Just by start judging that on that last photo, um, the, the recommend was to swim in Loch Ness, not to drown in Loch Ness. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm, st- I'm wading in. Can't help but notice you haven't oh. shared the sound for this. Yeah, it's starting to feel the cold on my legs there. Oh God! Oh man! Oh, you poor. You thing. did it. No, you poor thing. Yeah, he wanted know. it. He wanted to do it. I don't know. This is a pre- This I is a gift. My worst enemy. <laughs> this, I I love Jenny, but she's a terrible camera person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is a terrible camera person. I actually, um, so I know that I only yeah, swam okay. for a little bit there, but I, I decided that that wasn't enough of a swim. And so I jumped, I jumped back in, oh, you know, I had, I yes, had a good splash yes, around. Yes, good. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So that's me about to dive back in. So I, I went, oh, I went back on, for yeah. more. I really do enjoy a cold shower and this was the biggest cold yep, bath I've ever yep, bloody had. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah. Here's, here's the demoralized picture uh, of me after I've swam. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Coughing up a lung. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's very funny. You <laughs> healed over upset. hands and your knees. Yeah. Quite upset. Um, <laughs> fighting for breath. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was actually one side. Sort of like got my, um, you know, my core body temperature back to back to almost normal. Uh, I did actually feel quite invigorated. It was a really good feeling. Um, and yeah, I, look, I just had the, the bloody best time. Didn't get eaten yeah, by a monster, yeah, though. Yeah, pretty happy yeah, about that. Pretty so, happy yeah. about that. So, how, how'd you warm up? Just use those sort of beach showers? I'm guessing they're like, they just have those um, showers just on the side of the, side of the yeah, beach. Yeah, did you get an ice cream? Wash, wash nah, the sand definitely, off. definitely not, man. That's weird. <laughs> nah, this oh, isn't okay. the yeah. east coast of Australia. Weird. This is uh, this is Loch Ness. There was uh, absolutely nothing to warm me yeah. up. But I, um, I sort of, you know, dried myself off with a towel. But the funny thing is, because the, ins- the water is so bloody cold, when I stepped out... And got myself dry. I actually didn't need to put on a jacket straight away or like long pants straight away because everything, by comparison, felt a lot warmer. Yeah. So I just sat there and just yep. air dried. <laughs> wow, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how you get hypothermia. Get it in style. <laughs> It's actually really lovely. Like a pair of mallards. Like after we got out, I sat down. A pair, a pair of mallards just came up to me. Always come back. And to like birds. they were, they got really close to us. They just like sat 
they just sat down right next to me and Jenny and we were just like watching these mallards. They were right at my foot. It was actually, yeah. that was probably the best part of the whole day. To be uh, there's no, no, photos, duck. no photos of the Loch Ness mallards. So, <laughs> no, um, unfortunately not. I'm no, we bit, were, we were start too a 33 year project where I could photograph the beach every day to try and find those mallards. <laughs> this is the next, <laughs> the next mallards. one. This is the next gen. We can make a killing off of this. The mallards, man. <laughs> We actually could. The mallards. There's two of, there's the, two uh, of them. Mysterious mallards. Actually, yeah, which means we'll make double the money from Loch Ness. Oh, hell yeah. From the, like, that the monster ever made. The tourist industry <laughs> sure. over here is going to boom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My rating system is out of a, a possible 30 stars. Uh, separated into three different categories uh, with, a, with a possible 10 points going to spiritual growth, uh, experience, and stars for stars. Or locks for locks, I guess, would be this week. Locks for locks. Nessies for Nessies. Nessies for Nessies. Out of a possible 10 Nessies. There's 10 of them. It was very cold. <laughs> That's five times more than the Mellows. But I think that just despite it being really cold, it was actually really awesome. And despite being slightly oh, yeah. terrified of the water, because it gets very deep very quickly, it was still awesome. I had a great, great time. I can't fault it, really. So I think it's got to get 10, 10, 10, boys. Yo! Yes! Wow! Ten mallards for mallards. I love it. Ten mallards for mallards. Love it. Yeah. If I have, you know, eleven for the mallards, one extra point for the mallards. One hundred and ten percent. Officially the best. Officially the best rating you've given. Because of those mallards at the end, really just bringing it home. The mallards really pivot over the post. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Well, Stu, you couldn't, you couldn't find Nessie, but maybe. We'll be able to lock our eyes on an even rarer sight. That pesky Kevin McAllister. <laughs> All right. I doubt it, mate. Some say he doesn't even exist. Some say. <laughs> Joe Pesci says he doesn't even exist. Stu, I know that you've been looking to, uh, you know, over the last hundred uh, episodes that you've been looking to uh, introduce family movie night. Would you, oh. would you, I'd like to pass the baton to you. Would you like to introduce it? All right. Wow. Oh I, my God. I just, once, once again, I just got rid of you were the only horse in the race. Thanks for that. I really wasn't, appreciate wasn't, that. wasn't entertaining the possibility of anyone else on oh. this call. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. that, that's, that, that ended. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah, I didn't even do it, so. <laughs> Welcome to Family Movie Night. This is the part of the show where we watch... The longest amount of a movie without uh, getting criminally convicted mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. of using that that material that we do not own, and then then the name of that film is is Home Alone. I'm really just settling into this job. I'll, I'll get I'll get. Give me a week. No, man, it's okay. No, that, was, that was great. That was perfect. A little bit of practice. That was the that was actually the best <laughs> the best one. Easily <laughs> the best one. One hundred episodes. We the finally figured 1%. it out. I reckon we finally did it. We should have done this ninety nine episodes <laughs> should've, ago. Should have. Should have. So it's just a shame. It's just a shame. Uh, sweet. Let's crack on. I think uh, we just saw the end of the running sequence. Um, the the herd of the of the uh, McAllister family running through, running the, through airport. the airport. Let's see what happens next. Okay, okay so uh, they're running. This way, this way, this way. Oh, they're still the more running. Okay, still oh, they're running. at the gate. Still running, still running. Running. Actually at the now. gate. There's still oh, plenty of room. Oh, we've got, we're going to make it. Don't worry. Oh, oh, take whatever's thank free. God, there's what? Not take be whatever's free. Okay. That's not how plane seats work. That's they have not. Yeah, that's seats. They should be sitting. You in. have a number on your plane ticket. Yeah. 
Take whatever's free. That is some crazy ride. Was it ever like that? It's like a bus that goes in the sky? Maybe it was. (laughs) I mean, this is pre 9 11. Maybe it was like, yeah, just fill her up, baby. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, everyone jump on. That is it for 100 episodes. That is it for 100 episodes of recommendations. Um, You can't stop us yet. No, 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 no. no, no, no. There's still three entries on Dave's list that we have to chip away at before we. well, before we do something, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, but it's time for three more weeks of recommends for now. Uh, it's time for yep. next week's recommendations. Uh, who would like to start? I'll, I'll start. I feel like I haven't started for a while. Okay. Next week, Dave. Yeah. Chris and I are going to be big Hollywood producers. Mm-hmm. Oh, re- cool. Yeah, that's that's our job. <laughs> that is so great. Yeah. What a that's week is going to be. Do any work for that, or you I think just, nah, a big phone call? <laughs> you just sit back, mate. We'll we'll do that. We'll we'll do your recommend this week. We're just going to do something. Uh, no, nah. so we're going to be the big Hollywood producers. And Dave, I want you to come into our office, and I want you to pitch us your biopic. Oh, <laughs> biopic! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Okay. Mm. All right. No, cool. I'm into oh, it. Interesting wrinkle. Yeah. yeah I want to. I want to know how the what the trajectory of Davy's life would oh. look like on the silver screen. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. All right. Sweet as so that means I'm recommending for you this week, Chris. Uh, I I know that you love movies so much. You watched what thirty just then? Um, <laughs> just very, just then. Just, just then. Yep. Just watched thirty. Listen. Yep. Buckle up. You're gonna watch one more. We've heard a lot of reviews from you about movies, mm-hmm. but there's really a difference, I think, between watching a movie at home and watching a movie at a cinema, right? Oh, and of the, course. And possibly the most vaunted cinema experience of all is uh, is the IMAX. Oh, boy. This week, Chris, <laughs> I want you to go to the IMAX theatre and you tell me, why is the IMAX so good? I, I don't know the max. Wow. Okay. I've not gone to IMAX since like primary school. I exactly. Don't think. This oh, this really? could be the most expensive recommendation we've ever done. <laughs> You're paying for this, right, Dave? You're chipping in for this one, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll, that's how that works. I'll send you that money. Yeah. With all your with all your koala your koala cash. Koala coin. Um. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Can do. Can do. Um. And that brings us to you, Stu. Yeah. Um. Looks like. The two of you have chosen movie recommends, and I've done just the same. Oh. Uh, Stu, you are the originator of Terrible Movies with Chris. You have recommended more bad movies to me than anyone. That's true. And, you know, you are <laughs> you kind of- You watched them all. <laughs> I know, that is true. You are kind of also, between, at least between me and Dave, uh, considering yeah. me and Dave, you are also the superhero nerd of, of the podcast, I would say. More yeah, not hard than- in the current company. Correct. I'm Correct. not. Well, someone has to do it, mate. Someone has to be. You know, God, someone's so, got to. Yeah. So into superheroes, man. And, you know. And look, that's I'm really, the sexiest. This is current company. I'm, you yeah, know, not me at all. One conversation without talking about the Flash Seriously. or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some dumb bullshit like that. Shit, um, I don't. I don't want to talk about She-Hulk again. Yeah. Well, speaking of dumb superhero bullshit, Stu, I want you to take on the dumbest of the dumb. Uh, I recommend next week, Stu, that you watch uh, the 2004 uh, flick. Catwoman, starring Cat- Halle Berry. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> no, not sweet. No, it's God, pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get ready for the basketball scene. 
The basketball scene is something else. We're gonna. I can't even remember because I actually have. I have watched this up late okay. one night. I think. I think my dad. Like when I, you know, because it's a, it's an old film. I think my dad. Oh, I'll save it for next week. Yep. Dad. Dad likes Halle Berry. Does he? Dad likes Halle Berry. Let's just say that. <laughs> 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 well, does the apple fall far from the tree? Let's find out. <laughs> I'd like to give a very special shout out to our in-house band Apex Bloom for the use of our theme song, Roll. You can check it out yep. on Spotify. Uh, it's a really good time. Uh, go, on, go and listen to their music. Check us out on the socials, guys. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, um, 100episodes.com. It's a new social media service. 100 episodes. Yeah, podcasts that have had at least 100 episodes. We will have right. to give up the domain that name many. next week. Of things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. buying pointless domain names isn't cheap. So if you want to support us, you can go to our Patreon page, which is uh, www.patreon.com forward slash the pool boys. We've got a bunch of different tiers. Give what you can. Give more than you can. Then unsubscribe and give what you can. Um, we, we really appreciate all the support. We've had a couple of new subscribers this week and we, and we really, really appreciate it. Hey. Um, I'd also like to give a big shout out to the Burwood RSL for providing Dave's Wi-Fi. We, yep. uh, and all of my riches. It's an airless well. Burwood RSL. Yep. Um, sweet. Well, that's it. Make sure you tune back in next week uh, for episode 101. 101. Pool Boys 101. Mm. Uh, looking forward to it, and we'll we'll see you then. My name's Stu. Well, I thought we were. Working. Oh no, I guess it's Dave. Dave, yeah. you take it. Okay. Sorry, mate. No, no worries. I gave you um, I gave you half a baton there. My name's Dave. I'm Chris. I'm Stu. And Chris, take it away. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 Ba ba bum Dancing Queen. Oh, Dave stole it. Dave stole it. Yeah. All that talk. All that yes. talk for nothing. Benefiting from other people's work. Yet again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Davy Reynolds way. Oh, that's the way we like it. Uh, oh, boys. What a week, Touching. boys. Chuching. 100 Chuching. Wednesday special. What a what a Wednesday special. What, what a Wednesday special. Chuching. Chuching. 100 chuchings. Chuching. 100 chuchings. Chuching. 100 chuchings. 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 Yeah, you're raising funds. Yeah, you're raising funds to pay me back, man. <laughs> that's what that's what the real fundraising's for. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when people, you know, when when you go and buy petrol, the gas and oil companies are raising funds. That's what they're doing. <laughs> that's so fucking yes. 
<laughs> yeah, you know people make money when you buy goods and services, right? <laughs> Is someone profiting off that? Yeah, it doesn't have uh, to be so much fun dunking on him when he can't reply. Yeah, this is great. This is ideal this is, podcasting. This is ideal now, podcasting. Listen to you, Dave. <laughs> the frozen screen of Dave just dunking on him. All right. He's back. He's back. <laughs>